0: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ in this parable, our Lord Jesus Christ in this parable. explained the whole of what happened before him. Certain man who is God planted a vineyard this world leased it to vine dressers All those, the Israelites, and the whole world, and went into a far country for a long time and left them to um, work in it. At vintage time, he wanted fruits wanted to have what they have done and he sent the messengers. He sent first one they sent him with empty hands, he sent the second one they hit him, the third one hit him and casted him out. And then the master said I will send my own son, they can't do that with him." And he said, he sent his own son. And when they saw his own son, they said, he is the heir, let us get rid of him. So instead of even hitting him and throwing him out, they killed him. And the Lord looked at the Pharisees and the Israelites and said, what the master would do with these workers? What do you think? And exactly he explained that it was God who gave them everything. Gave them the Ten Commandments, gave them the Promised Land, gave them everything they need, protected them, gave them prophets, And unfortunately, they, they not only hid them and killed them, but they killed his own son. In, in this picture, you see, they sued Isaiah the prophet. Yani they sued him, cut him into pieces. Zechariah, the prophet, they killed him and many of the other prophets. And at the end, he sent them his own son and they killed his own son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And what was the judgment for them. He said the master will come and he will take this vineyard from them and give it to other people. And that is exactly what happened. That the master took that vineyard and gave it to who? to us, to the Church. Yes? This parable is a a serious parable because God is always after the fruits God is always after the fruits. If we haven't got the fruits he needs, so what will happen? What will happen? You have, every one of us have a vineyard. Your vineyard, that could be your work. Your vineyard could be your family. Your vineyard could be your service. (coughs) Every one of us has got a vineyard, and everyone is required to be fruitful, to be fruitful, even at our works, normal work, the state work. They ask you about what you have done. They do audits, they do revisions to what you have done appraisal to find out whether you are working right or not. And here is much more Not only that, but much more. Why? Because the Lord looks at our heart, our intentions, our thoughts, much more deeper than what they do at work, the appraisal. Much, much deeper. And that is why it's a question for every one of us do you have the fruits to offer the Lord if the Lord comes today if the Lord comes today would you be able to give him fruits of your life If you can't, you need to revise yourself urgently and see how to be fruitful and what fruits the Lord wants from you. What is your vineyard and what have you done in it? And unless you do that today, one day you will stand before the Lord and give accounts about everything you have done in your life. Your words, your thoughts, your deeds, your feelings, everything, everything. So let us, let us from today make an account of our vineyards. I like that if you can write every day. What fruits did you have for the Lord for today? You have done this and that, and you have went out, met so and so, did work, did you talk to someone? What fruits of your day? Write it write it to see what fruits do you have to offer to the Lord. In the church we are training you to give an account about your life in the sacrament of repentance and confession. And everyone in repentance and confession comes and give an account, but this is the love of God, the unlimited love of God to forgive us of what we have done wrong. But on that day, in the last day, there will be no more chances for forgiveness. And that is why it is Very important to live the life of repentance and the life of service to the Lord so that your vineyard will be fruitful and rewarding. Everyone will go from this world with nothing but his deeds. His deeds will follow him and when his deeds will follow him, it will be viewed. Are there fruits for the Lord or fruits for the world? In Adam and Eve, When they broke God's commandments, he could not keep them in. He drove them out, but he wouldn't leave them out. He came and he saved them. But how did he save them? He took them inside him. And that is our salvation that is the first thing you think about salvation is me in jesus christ salvation is me and the lord are one and that is why we have the eucharist we have the holy communion you come every week to pray and then unite with the Lord and come out of the church. You and the Lord are one. God inside you. And the Lord inside you will guide you in your daily life. And the Holy Spirit inside you will make you to be fruitful. Love, joy, patience, forgiveness, giving, serving, sacrificing. The Holy Spirit will guide you. But if we are not fruitful we cannot be with the Lord. If we are not inside Jesus Christ we will not be saved. May our Lord Jesus Christ gives us all to be fruitful, to be in him, to repent every day and to pray for the Lord to accept our fruits. One thing I want you to continue to do it regularly repentance and confession because that is a guarantee that you are making account of yourself and really repenting and really looking for fruits in your life. And then you are ready for the last day when you stand before the throne of glory and give account about it the whole of your life then you hear the voice of the Lord saying come you my beloved you were honest on the little I will entrust you on the many on the everlasting life with me come into the wedding of your master. May the Lord give us all this blessing. Glory to God forever. Amen.